Don't cough, mate. <laughs> sorry, mate. Oh, I've, been, I've been sick. I'm sorry. Oh, you okay, Stevie? I've been sick, yeah. I'm, I'm actually just coming out of it, I think. I'm, I'm okay. Yeah, if we had recorded this yesterday, I would have uh, I would have had to tell you we I couldn't take part. Right. I was just laid out the whole day. Really? Yeah. That's no good. Very rare that I just uh, don't. How does can't do How it. does Stephen Fennick uh, lay out on a sick day? Do you lie in bed upstairs or on the no, couch? No, on the couch out here. Yeah. What'd you a, watch? With a blankie on. What'd you watch? Had a little blankie. What'd you watch? Uh, I was watching. What did I watch? I was watching a bit of Fox. Have you ever seen that show on Fox, Forged in Fire? Have no, you seen that one? Definitely not. It's on A and E. I don't have. Oh, and it's about. I used to love A and E. There's that a was one of my go-to oh, channels I when, when I had the real stars, Fox, yeah. hardcore porn, all their great yeah. shows. Yeah. But there's one called Forged in Fire. So blacksmiths. Yeah. So you got they create weapons like mm. like I actually have seen that. Swords. They're like really weird oh. remote places and stuff. It's and they have the compies. You got to make a knife and then they they test the sharpness and strength of it and then they get it's a process of elimination. There's two finalists and they go back to their home forge to make their own. They they give them the weapon they've got to create, and then they mm. come back and then they test it, and then. The guy goes, "Yes, your weapon will kill, or your weapon will cut." Oh, really? That's oh, amazing. <laughs> they have these like fake human torsos that they just slash apart for the for the the testing of it, and they have like a wow. live, full pig that they smash out. Well, before I came here, because you were at the doctor, so I just sitting on my, on my couch. <laughs> I mean, I was working really hard, um, but I was sitting on the couch. I had uh, fetch I had the National Geographic channel on because it oh. came up with it said the new Air Force One, and I'm like, oh. What? Because they're building a new one. Trump designed it and everything, and the, the paint oh. scheme. Yeah, yeah, it's all. It doesn't look anything like the current ones because the oh, the actual planes that they're flying around are thirty years old. So they yeah, need no, new. Yeah. They need new seven four seven. What's you going to get? Okay, they're seven four sevens. Yeah. Um, but they need new ones, and so I'm thinking, is this like, is this about the new new ones? And it is like there's Trump in it, and so I paused right. it when 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 I had to leave. I paused it. I'm. Like, oh, I'm, so you can I'm do that. So that. when you go home, it'll be there ready to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah nice. Well, I can't wait because that's I love well, those kind on of what channel? Scenes. Nat Geo. I got that on Fox. I'll yeah. watch it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll look it up because they, you know, be given exclusive Good access tip. behind the scenes to the Good building tip. of the. I'm sure it won't go into much detail because Air Force One. It's pretty, well, yeah, pretty private and secure. Up. Yeah, right. Anyway, all right. right. Well, we're just going to ignore your sickness. Well, no, I'm okay today. I'm, I'm, I reckon I'm ninety percent. I'm good. Ninety. Ninety. Listen, I don't want to break it to you. But you're not playing what? today, okay? As what? the coach, you're not playing today. No, I've been here. Yeah, I've been benched. That, you would, you would, you we were would supposed to play golf today, but yeah, yeah, exactly. This is, <laughs> what about this? We've got a we've got a fifty percent strike rate on sickness, <laughs> on yeah. calling in sick to golf days. Well, it's only one and only, mate. We'll be right. All right. Well, let's let's just hope that we can recover. No, no, I'll be good. I'll be good. Go strong <laughs> next week. Yeah. Well, it's um, touch wood. It's not often I get sick. That's and true. Actually, I don't I'm, remember the last yeah, time. Yeah. I'm. Um, I was just laid low for a little bit, but that's okay. Maybe you needed it. Maybe, yeah. I didn't eat the whole day too, so I've lost a couple of kilos. It's great. <laughs> helps. Yeah, scales. Doctor Gary will have a lot to say about your <laughs> your need to. I think the whole day I had a, a cup of soup and a dry bit of toast with Vegemite on it. Yeah, right. That's my whole day of what I ate. That's a win. Yeah. All um, right. Well, we'll talk we about go. we'll talk about doctor's appointments in, in private feed. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, let's do this. Welcome to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Not a bad price. With Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Really handy device. And Stephen Fennec from techguide.com.au. Episode 490 of Two Blokes Talking Tech. Thanks to the good people at Arlo and Netgear. We'll tell you about them shortly. For all your security needs, you turn to Arlo. And for your networking, you turn to Netgear. That's who we turn to, so we hope you do as well. Now, Stephen, I know it's dub-dub week, but I don't think it's the biggest story of the week. In fact, I don't think it's the biggest story of the year compared to the Australian Federal Police 
FBI and other law enforcement agencies yeah. around the world pulling off one of the great tech Trojan horse stings ever. Wow. So it's actually, like I've watched a lot of news about this and it was in some places differently reported, but I'm going to give you my theory of events based on the amount of reporting I've read. Now, Mm. um, you know, criminals exist and they communicate with each other about criminal things. And they communicate about other things as well. Like, how's your kids probably? (laughs) But years ago, let's say, and I'm just going to put random time frames on it, let's say five and ten years ago, Crims had these specific phones. They were like Blackberries, and they were made in Canada, so they probably, you know, research in motion was Canadian. They were like Blackberries with no cameras, no GPS. They were just really, really bare bones, but they had things on them, and they had in them, built into this phone, was a secure messaging app. That's how Crims communicated. Is that the BBMs? No, no, no. They were some, you've never heard of them. Like that, yeah. They'd never existed. They were, they're in the ABC story, but it doesn't matter. They had a phone. Yeah. It was how they communicated. It was secure. Couldn't be intercepted. All that kind of stuff. Yeah. But that company went bust. So they had no more access to these devices. Mm. Wasn't WhatsApp? Isn't that encrypted? WhatsApp? Yes. So so they were... Why, they, why are you talking about WhatsApp? But but isn't, isn't it... Though, isn't, Don't get off the track. Okay. But isn't it, they were, the point is they, they didn't want to be detected in their yes. communication. And right. I'm pretty sure criminals don't want to use WhatsApp. Okay. okay. Even though it is It secure. is encrypted end-to-end, it, par- in fact, apparently. The, the, the TLDR there is, you should have used WhatsApp. Like, they would have been better <laughs> off using WhatsApp. But instead, instead yeah. what they did was they went, oh, crap, what are we going to do now? Criminals around the world are going, we don't have these phones anymore. So there's an FBI agent and an Australian Federal Police agent. They're having beers, and they're going, that company's gone bust. We, you know, Those phones are, are no longer accessible. This is good news because now they're going to have to turn to other things, and we'll try and intercept them. Yeah. And they go, but what if they turn to something that we can't intercept? And so they go, ding, why don't we create the thing that they use? So they build an app. What's it called? Anom. An- Anom, yeah. And they build an app, but it's not in the like app store. Anom is in Anonymous. Yeah, it's not in the app store. It's not in the Play Store. It's only available on these specially um, delivered Pixel phones that have the, the thing built into them. To access the app, you open up the, cal- the calculator and you type in a special code and the app appears. Wow. So it's, it's, very, uh, it's, yeah. it's very criminal underworld from the, app, from the wow. get-go. But how do you then get the phones in the hand of criminals, right? So what they do, and this is the best two words I've heard in a long time, they turn to criminal influencers. <laughs> So instead of beauty influencers or bikini influencers, oh my God. there's criminal, criminal influencers, influencers right? right? And there's this dude. I think he's an Aussie dude, and he's now in friggin' Iran because he was the he was the guy they turned to and went, ah, oh, you know, and they got they got these things in his hand, and he so began they, the distribution so they of them. And say, listen, mate, we've got this new thing. Now, you this might is want to unbelievable, tell your about it. And and over the course of the three years, twenty thousand of these things out there, eleven hundred of them in Australia. And this dude is now, he, he didn't get caught in the sting. He's now better off turning himself into the Australian Federal Police because otherwise he has a mark on his head. Wow. And so they, the crims, over three years, turn to these phones, trust these phones, rely on these phones, yeah. and use this app, not knowing that everything they say creating, is, yeah. not, is not able to be accessed when the, when the cops res, um, you know, arrest them and grab their phones. It's in real, real time, time visible to the police. The authority said uh, they were able to read up to 25 million messages in real time. Hmm. Very, very chatty, weren't they? And, and it got better over time. So in the last little while, the number of actual criminal messages was just going through the roof. What, what about what they were talking about? <laughs> they uncovered, right, 
21 murder plots. They yep. said, oh, you were going to knock this bloke off. Yep. And then they also seized more than 3,000 kilograms of drugs. Yep. 45 million in cash and assets. They're doing very well. Massive operation, yeah. wasn't it? This is the biggest crime cr- inc. crime sting wow. globally executed. But it was a, it was a gl- so it was F- who was involved? FBI, AFP, AFP. You know, Europe involved. A lot of European agencies are much bigger in Europe like and Interpol Australia than it was it? even in America, though. Like it was actually very, very much European and Australian. But so some, big, some so not as big in the US. I don't believe so. Wow. What does scale, that say about criminals? Where there's more that of them they're in using Australia? other things in America, probably. They're uh, probably using WhatsApp. Right. And so. That's fascinating to me because A, they were able to infiltrate. B, there's these things. Well, they created the platform. Yeah, right. That is just so bold. It, it's 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 like a five star review on the App Store from me. <laughs> yeah. you know, without <laughs> maybe question. not from the criminal influence. But the and the thing, I, the questions I've been getting about this on the radio this week are: Why did they stop? Why did they tell everyone about this? And I think it's really simple. To arrest all these people, they now need to go through the legal process. And through the legal process, they need to say, well, we've got him because we use this app and we do this. If they yeah. did that in court now, everyone would just shut down using it because it, it's the app's dead as soon as they go to court and tell yeah, people about course, it. Yeah. So it's better to come out and go, hey, hey. Now, look, have they come up with something else? Are they using something else? Probably. Are the crims trusting that what they're using now isn't built by the cops? Can the crims get their own app built and can they trust the person that built it? It's just brilliant yeah, the amount of so the good. amount of um, fear it puts into crims wow. over a simple text message from this point. Point on. <laughs> well, it's you got to you got to remember that over the years, and you you mentioned it before, they've criminals like everyone else have had to adapt. Yeah, all these different things, yep. encryption, different technology. When well, you think uh, about phone calls, right? Phone calls yeah. back in the day, they were a bit of wire, and you could just the police could basically just put it two wires on a, on a, a line bug. and listen, right? Yeah. And now, um, digital like a mobile phone call is much harder to intercept because it's digitally um, transmitted, so it's not just over the air like analog was. So even mobile phone signals have become harder to intercept, and this is the problem, can't, right? Um, can't the police though have? Because you hear stories about you know police were tapping their they can lot. still they can still they tap can't, with with, a, with a, a warrant can't they tap your phone in theory like, yeah but what if you're using a secure like a I don't know is WhatsApp uh, audio encrypted so right. it's just getting harder right but the thing that I love most about this story was we do always think about you think about when you get questions about cyberbullying uh, pedophile mm. rings and all these awful things that go on in the world the crims are always steps ahead of the police and mm. and that's just life. Yeah. You know, Ned Kelly was steps ahead of the police for a long part of his career before they got him, right? Yeah. The, the thing is... Such is life. Such is life. The thing <laughs> is, in this case, the cops were ahead. And I love the fact that we do have law enforcement that is able to, every now and then, get ahead. Amazing. They're not always going to be ahead. Much respect. But every now and then they can. Oh, mate, respect. so much respect. And I think what's cool is it is a reminder about encryption and stuff. And your earlier point about WhatsApp is spot on. They would have been better on WhatsApp. Yeah. Because WhatsApp is encrypted end to end, so it means that if I send you a message and we've sent some messages, geez, have we? What I hope they don't de- decrypt those. For the police to read those messages, yep. they need your phone or my phone. Right. That's that's it's as simple as that. Yeah. They have to have the other end. They have to have the key. Yeah. There's only two keys. I've got one and you've got one. It's the yep. nuclear codes, right? Yes. And and that's how d- encryption and decryption yeah, right. works. The cops, and that's also why WhatsApp has disappearing messages after seven days. On some of the threads I've got, I've got that set so that really, it, because then we don't have that. Uh, well, I'm I, happy to turn it on if I you want. I can go back months with you, yeah. mate. Well, I have, I trust you. I've got see. a lot on you, mate. But everyone, <laughs> to, all, to all the boys in the in the in the groups that I have, <laughs> I don't trust you. Ah, <laughs> no, but it, what happens with those ones is that after seven days, the messages disappear. Right. So anything I said eight days ago is okay. not visible. It's gone after that period of time. Okay. 
if some even if the if someone got a hold of one of the other people's phones who are in the group, yeah. they can't read the messages that were there eight days ago. But even if say someone got my phone, mm. they can't. They don't have my passcode. Well, that's obviously so that's, that's another, another level. level. That's another uh, yeah. level of encryption. Um, and that's wow. it's don't you, I just think. That is such a great story, and, and oh, it's amazing. And, and we've always loved tech, a drug bust the and all that kind of stuff, right? And it's always good to see that. Going to be awesome, don't you reckon? Yeah. Where does this fit best? Is this so? I see this on you know those crime investigation it's channels. Netf- it's a it's a four episode Netflix documentary. I reckon they'll make it ten. Unfortunately, yeah, it's going to be a long one. Yeah. I don't and I, I don't reckon it's going to be. Oh, they may make a, a movie version of it, but I reckon it's a doco. Yeah. Like do the documentary, like yeah. like the you know remember like the Epstein stuff, how they did yes. all that. I reckon yeah. that sort of style be awesome yep. how yeah. many episodes do you reckon 10 well it should be 4 but it will be you know what I mean like the problem yeah. is sometimes they stretch these things out a bit maybe, too far maybe 6 stick with 4 4 oh, would be solid but then so then yeah. there's the Netflix doco style then yeah. what about the Channel 9 underbelly style there that'll be yeah you know? who, who I don't know who dramatise reenactment yeah, yeah. you know fantastic Get Roger Corser on board. Remember Roger Corser, Russell Crowe. Bring on Crow. his... Um, what Ooh. was that movie we went and saw? Um, unhinged. Unhinged. Get some unhinged Russell Crowe. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. That'd be sick. But, would he, no, but you'd, want, you'd want Russell Crowe... You want him to do the, the AFP? In the, yeah, in the, on the, on the good, good side. side. Yeah. Nah, I reckon Rusty... You want him as a goodie. Is that a point of his career where he's like, no, nah, I want to be the baddie? Oh, I reckon yeah. get him on the good side. Who'd you put on the good side other than Russell Crowe? Um, Hugh Jackman. Yes. Get Hugh on Hugh. the good side. You know where Hugh is? He's more believable as a goodie. You know, you yeah. know, but you know where he comes in? Hugh Jackman is the Australian Federal Police yes. Commissioner. He comes in at the end comes just in for the press sw- conference. it up. With ScoMo. <laughs> that's, that's it. He just comes yeah. in for the press conference and, 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 and just signs off on a few uh, you know, warrants during the show. Yeah. But who's was there one... Like, it, to me, it seems like there was multiple entities and multiple criminals. Yeah, totally. But was there the a, king, was there a kingpin? Of the Crims or the AFP? The, no, the AFP. The Crims. I think in the, oh, in the, in the Crims there's this Because they're all over different countries. You'd have to yeah. sort of... I don't know. I to dramatise it properly, you need a kingpin. There is, mate. So which would be the Russell Crowe character. It's this... It, and Russell Crowe could be this criminal influencer. This right. dude who's still on the run. Ah... So, oh, so he's the one who spread it out, who, who tipped yeah. them all. Say, listen, mm-hmm. this is the app you got to use. Yes, and they've all and so every criminal now wants to kill him. Exactly, they want to get him. Mate, he's because they off. think he they think he's in on it. The AFP, but guy, he got played. He got played like everyone totally. else. But the wow. AFP guy said to Simon Boda on a current affair. He said, mate, listen, he's better off walking into the embassy, turning himself in. And, yeah, and dealing, for his own safety. dealing with dealing with the process from here on for his own safety. But if he got played, right? Is that entrapment? Like he got he got played by the by the he he did his job. Like should he go to jail? Yeah, like but he okay. I don't know, but I don't think he was um, an infor- informant. I think no. he got played. Yeah, of course like, he did. Bad yeah. luck, Chuck. You're a yeah. criminal. You you enabled this. Yeah, wow. So he was like a um, not like an accessory to the whole thing. Wow. There you go, mate. Isn't it? I just love there it. It's such a it's great brilliant. story. Um, uh, the, there's been a lot of reporting on it. Um, I do think the ABC article that, that you've found, Stephen, is yeah, probably the good. best one to read it. It goes into a bit of detail. Amazing. But what yeah, is the amount it, of money? $45 million in cash. It's crazy, eh? Also, the can the what do you call it? Um, the raids that were organised to happen at the same time. Yeah. It's just... I that's did, him. That's the dude. Yeah. I did, I did hear... Um, What's his a, name in the caption? I want to look um, at that. Hakan Ayik. H-A-K-A-N-A-Y-I-K. I am friends with a couple of people who work at News Limited mm. at, the, at the Daily Telly, and apparently they were in on this reporting. They were in on it for yeah. weeks. Yeah. Well, I think that people like Simon so, Boder and that... Yeah, they, they were you know. in on it. It's, they, it was so... 
there was one from my friend of mine that I'm with on Facebook. She works at the telly. She said that for for two weeks she couldn't tell anyone what she was doing. Hmm. She was so locked out of it. She yep. couldn't tell anyone. And th- this was the result. And she was saying it's one of the best things she's ever done in her career. Incredible, eh? He was this dude. Hakim was identified because of his standing within the underworld. Right. A senior investigator told the, the Telegraph. He, he was a primary target as someone who was trusted and was going to be able to successfully distribute this platform. Oh, so he was one of the influencers. He was one of the criminal influencers. Oh, my God. Given the threats he faces, he's best off handing himself into us as soon as he can. So, so he, yeah, I'm reading Referred that, to in the Australian media as the Facebook gangster. That's gold. So good. I absolutely love this story. I really do. Well, they um, obviously approached him because, he, A, he's got connections, and, and B, he must be just love big-noting himself, saying, oh, I've got something for you. Yeah. Try this out. Spot on. Boom. He's a criminal influencer. Wow. <laughs> <sighs> oh, well. All right. That'll teach him. It's a great story, and, um, yeah, read about it online, um, the ABC article. And there's also BBC. Mate, this has got global coverage. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Well, criminals aside, the other big uh, the other big event of the week was the Worldwide Developers Conference, which we, we'd normally be there in San Jose. Mm. I like San Jose. I quite enjoy WWDC being there, don't you? <sighs> I don't think San Jose is a very exciting town. Yeah, it's not. But but the for the WWDC, it is it does have a nice week, vibe. It's perfect. Yeah, it's, it's a nice vibe. Dub Dub feels like it turns. San Jose from into a an ghost exciting town place into yeah. into a city. <laughs> You're right. San Jose is like one of the biggest cities in America. Like it's a yeah, massive yeah. place. Population. It's the heart place. of Silicon Valley. Yeah. Not far from Apple headquarters. I think it's got a bigger population than San Francisco. Like it's is that right? It's a big place. It's, big it's got spot. its own international airport. Like it's, it's yeah, of course. yeah, it's big. But the uh, yeah WWDC second year in a row it's been a virtual event because of COVID. But uh, hopefully, what do you reckon? This time next year we're back there. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I think so. I think with the vaccination um, oh, certificate yeah, we'll stuff there. happening, yes, I do we'll think We'll be so. there for sure. Imagine, can you imagine, I'm just picturing the video they're going to make of everyone being back together in person and, you know, hugging oh, each mate. other and it's going to be really emotional. Yeah, I but reckon. you won't be allowed to hug each other. Well, why? There'll be, it'll be a very emotional WWDC day, right? I, I, I think Apple, there'll be all tears. people, will be very cautious about showing people actually... Yeah, hugging, physically and contacting yes, each other. Yes, because they want the social distancing. Did you notice at the end of the keynote, you know, when they roll the credits? Yeah. And they always have how this was filmed with all COVID safety practices in place and people that weren't on camera wearing masks. Did you see all the disclaimers at the end of it? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But anyway, in a year, that might all be different. But uh, this year, the Dub Dub DC keynote was uh, kicked off by Tim Cook. And again, really slick little production that they went through. No hardware announcements, unfortunately. We were really, I was hanging out for maybe a new MacBook 16 inch or a MacBook iMac Pro. But I think, was it last year? Did they have any announcements last year? Was the HomePod Mini last year? Did they announce? I don't remember. Yeah, I, I can't think of any either. But obviously, being this a is developers a conference event. here, of course. It, it shouldn't it surprise us at all. No, of course not. Really? I think. I it's think it's wishful thinking that, that everyone thinks. Oh, they the, everyone thinks they've got the rumor. Hmm. That while they've rumor, I was is, just going to say they want to get in on the rumors. If I had endless money <clears throat> to create content, I would employ someone for one year to monitor, log, and database every rumor mm. on every website that's published, and then at the end of the year, call them all out. Yeah, because <laughs> we don't do that. Yeah. 
like you and I spend a little bit of time when we get like leaked photos and different things, and maybe we do a what we're expecting from Dub Dub or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But there are websites like Nine to Five Mac and stuff yeah, that, that essentially have to publish There's everything they hear. Mac Rumors, yeah. that's his name, <laughs> and and they. Like they are legit wrong about stuff. Yeah. Like it, they're they're but also ninety percent right. Don't make up their own. They they no, no, no. they see. Oh, this this bloke's had a good record in the past yeah, of predicting I get stuff. That. I get that. Yeah. But honestly, the number yeah. of people that said we were getting, you know, the bigger a bigger M bigger MacBook Pro, different MacBook Pro, refresh of MacBook Pro. Yeah. Now we probably are, and it might be only weeks or months away. Yeah. But. Is, I don't know. I just think well, Apple rumors think are the best. What, I best reckon ever. what what went against us because I can remember a few years ago that they had a massive iMac upgrade. Remember in 2017, mm. and they had a big iMac upgrade. I remember fact, being we, in, the, in we, the hall. It was in San Jose. Yeah, that's right. And and we got an iMac we had sent there. to our room. Yes. They said, "Okay, you got this for the next two days. <laughs> yeah, thanks it. very much." I said, yeah. "Okay, thanks for review. You sprung on us." But I think what went against it was the fact that it's a virtual event and that Apple knows that in a month they can put on another virtual event. We, so we talked about this earlier. Without the, the virtual you know? events in the past, they were limited to the times they got everyone in the same room. Yes. But now they can make have another but, one next week if they want. But then again, this was an hour and 45 minutes. Yeah, and it was all software. And a yeah. lot of it was quickly brushed over. So imagine yeah. if they did want to throw something in, there'd be hundreds of software engineers going, but what about our thing? Yeah, exactly right. So, so it was a lot to get through because we were talking iOS 15, iPad OS 15, Mac OS Monterey. What do you think of that name? I don't mind it. We've got Makes uh, me hungry. Watch OS 8. Monterey chips. So good. TV OS. What are we up to TV OS? I think they call it 15. 15 as well. I think, think that goes along so with So every, every bit there, <coughs> and we'll go through it, but common threads through all of them was yep. FaceTime improvements, so yep. making it more like, more lifelike. Yep. Share play, yes, which is I, I put that experiencing under yep. experiencing movies, music at the same time. Yep, um, focus, so being able to get stuff done, prioritizing notifications. So all these common threads through all the OSs, yes, were there. Uh, so that leads me to think that why don't they just make one OS for all of these? Like it's becoming now that M1 Mac is now they could run apps. So what's what's stopping? The, can you see them sort of funneling towards each other, and how they've got all these common features? I, I think do they the still end, need to have different they're, ones? They're always going to have different names, but yeah. the the fundamental the fundamentals underneath them is becoming similar because you. Yeah. Th- so I, I found it interesting in talking to Apple this week about different features, like Siri um, has this ability to do on device and offline. Yeah. So a lot of that is only available on. You know, um, Apple iPhones with the neural processor, the Bionic processor, so the, late, the later version, the kind of 10s onwards, and yeah. then your M1 processor. So, in in three years from now, like the 90% of all devices will be Apple Silicon and uh, Bionic yeah. processors. So, all of these things will be natural across them. So, but I still think they'll be called separate iOS. Yeah. But look, for me, um, but is, isn't the idea though to make it easier for the developer? If, yeah, the develop- they, oh, if the yeah. developer had to say, right, I can make one thing Well, you can already see that. You can already see that it's with coming, universal eh? apps, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's you can coming. have iPad and iOS apps on a Mac yeah, now, right? Yeah, sure. It's coming. It's absolutely yeah. right. Spot on. The development is being made. Christ. They announced that you could develop an app on an iPad. Yeah. So using Swift Playground, you can build an app and, and submit and it to the it. Play Store. Yeah. To the to the app store, like yeah. isn't that remarkable? It is. Incredible. So let's talk about FaceTime because I, I find it. Yeah. Um, I, f- I feel like this is one's playing a little bit of catch up in a, in a world of Zoom and and Skype and the like. Yeah. 
they realised that a lot of people couldn't use FaceTime during COVID because they had friends and family who weren't on Apple devices. Yeah. So FaceTime is but going to allow you to, to create a, a sharing link yes. so that you can email a link or text or message or WhatsApp a link to anyone and they can open it in a browser. browser so yeah. on an Android so phone, Android, Windows open can up be, a browser, take part Windows in FaceTime. computer, yep. so they can take part in FaceTime calls. That's smart. Smart, Yeah. a bit late coming, and I think for Android they should just build an app. Is it there? Well, what's the one? Doesn't have Google? Don't Google have? Um, yeah, Google Meet, Google Duo, whatever. Duo, it's called. Duo. Yeah. Now it's called. Yeah, yeah. Google so, renames things more than. Yeah, don't they? Yeah, anyone in the that. world. Yeah, so yeah. dumb. So was, um, what was it? Used to be called Hangouts or yeah. Meet? Is Hangouts, it? Meet, what? Duo. <laughs> Make up your mind. Pick, pick and stick. They've stuck with Come FaceTime. On. Good on them for that. Yeah. So that's good. But I actually think that that the share play is the better feature of FaceTime. So this is fundamentally, you and I are on a FaceTime call which never yep. happens, no. um, and we go, let's watch the first episode of Billions together. Okay, September this year. I, I tell, I sent you that information. Yeah. Billions is returning the September second half of the season. I don't know. September. And, and if, we're, if we're on a call and, we're, and I go, oh, listen, I'm going to start this. You want to watch it? Go, yeah. So if I start the stream on my end, on your phone, assuming you have the same yes, subscription, you need the to same have the app, same one, yeah. And it's compatible because, uh, you know, we'll right stand. now Stan won't be, but, you know, I'm, sh- I'm sure launch, they'll work I think on it. Disney Plus is already up. Disney up Plus and Apple, so Apple that, TV yeah, that's Plus. That's actually good news because Disney Plus, we can watch Star Wars together. Did you want to do that? What What's the <laughs> message that appears when someone says FaceTime unavailable? <laughs> right? Really? Oh. But I did, here's what I did think. Yeah. We've talked a lot about watching movies together. Yeah. And it's never happened because we pretty much just do the show and then go our separate ways, right? Yes. Um, but you know what? I, I do spend a bit of time just sitting at home in the man cave watching. Maybe we could do that. Yeah. Right. We'll okay. To, Maybe. We'll do, no. When when it's live, mm. we'll do a te- we'll te- our story will be us together doing it. All right. Together but apart. Yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll test it together. So I'll, we'll write our reviews. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You write your review. I write mine. Yeah. But to make it to do the actual review, mm. we'll do it together. Mm. You and me. We'll watch Apple TV. Up there. Apple TV, we'll watch, I don't know, what are you watching on Apple TV right now? Ted Lasso. Wait for Ted Lasso to yeah. come. Season I reckon two. they'll time season two with this as well. Yeah. And remember, everything we're talking about here, by the way, there'll Jul- be public well, betas in July. Public betas in July, which will, oh, I'm gonna, you, are you going to do that or not? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll, I will as well, and, and we'll test it out. So so that's, so the share play, but brilliant. again, to confirm what you said earlier, we, the both parties, or all parties, was there a limit to the number of people in share um, play? Is there a limit? That question was put to an uh, an, an Apple team yeah. member this week, and it, uh, it was like, "We don't think so, but let me get back to you." So I feel like it might be, there might be a limit. I mean, might. there's 32 on a FaceTime call. I think yeah, exactly. Limit yeah. Anyway, who's but all everyone on the has call to have the has to have Apple subscription or Disney Plus subscription, whatever. They've got to have to have rights to the content. But here's the smart thing: think about how Apple will play that. Right now, Apple still have their seven day free trial of Apple TV Plus. So yeah. Apple will engineer it so that it's almost start a free instant trial. click. Yeah. If you haven't already had a free trial, click a button and you're yes. in. Boom! I'm oh, watching. Yep. So everyone else needs to find a way to. It's another enticement, isn't it? Engineer yeah. a frictionless, you know, referral program. And I would yeah. also, I would also wonder whether or not Stan and, and the like can build into the mechanism, the API, yeah. a referral thing that kind of goes. You know what? Yeah. If you refer enough people, you refer every five people you refer, you get a month free. Yeah. Imagine that, right? That's smart. So yeah. you, you would do a FaceTime call. Hey, everyone, come watch Billions with me. And if they all go, I don't have it. You go, just fine. We'll wait twenty minutes. Click the button. Click the button. Yep. In five minutes, they've all got it. 
Yeah. Like how smart would that, that be? That's really clever, yeah. It's a good good enticement. And, and and like how many times have we recommended shows to each other and to our listeners? Mm. That's how you find out about these shows. Yeah, when yet I'm still stumping up cash for Netflix, Stan, and yeah, yeah, I know. everything. But it, and that, that's how you – it's word of mouth that gets you in, and this is going to be another opportunity for you to say, listen, this hot new show, come and watch it with me. Yeah. That's what's going to get people in, so that's a great idea. Yeah. But um, the just on FaceTime still, though, I do like that they're going to try to make it more lifelike. You know, they're going to have um, portrait mode. Portrait mode so and also audio and that spatial comes audio. from kind of left and right so that you yeah. get a sense so of where the like person talking the is. the voice is coming from the screen. Yeah. Like, a, huh? like someone's standing in front of you. Yeah. I don't know how. Oh, again, we'll have to test that. We'll have to defer to our testing for that one. But do you know what I have used this week a lot? What's that? The um, centre stage. I've noticed in the briefing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> every whenever now you, whenever every, you turn every away, every yeah. now and then you forget. And There's the thing no moves escape. Away. Yeah, I know. I saw you. I think, what are you doing now? You're bending over to pick up something, and it follows you. Yeah. One, at yeah. one time, a courier came to my door, and I, I went out, and, then, and I came back, and the and the thing had gone wide. Because when you sit close enough, it goes a tight shot, and you yeah. can just see a bit. Yeah. And then I came back, and I'm like, oh crap! Everyone can see the mess. I know. <laughs> but the um, I, I do like how we send each other messages during those briefings. That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. That should be like a goggle box show where we're in a briefing and we can see our messages we're sending it to each other. The best one. You weren't in this one. So um, Thursday morning, I had I had scheduled... I, I had was br- sick, mate. I had some I meetings scheduled for like 9 and 10 and I said, I can't do them because I'll be driving home or something. I had the Today Show at 8.20, right? Yeah. I said, so can we do early? Because I'll be up early. They go, yeah, we'll do 6 o'clock. So I get put into these 6 o'clock briefings. 6 a.m. briefing? Yeah, but I'm already, I'm, I'm like, I'm okay. like, I've got to set up stuff for the Today Show, so it's okay. fine. Right. So I'm I'm sitting there. So Channel Line's open plan now, right? Yeah. So the studio's at one end of the building and then there's this big open plan area. It's probably 50 desks where 60 minutes is. Then there's, another, there's a wall and there's a, a current affair area. Yep. So I just go and sit at this big table at the back of the 60 minutes area and I'm just sitting there. Now, I'm doing this segment on retro gaming, so I've got this pinball machine set up and everything, and in the background I can hear someone's playing the pinball machine. Uh-huh. Anyway, then Carl comes up, pats me on the back and goes, that thing's sick. And I take my <laughs> AirPod out and I go, I'm just on a video you know, call. Uh, no. So, Stefan Ovik's standing there and going, he's looking at the screen going, What's, what are you doing? I mean, I'm just on a call. I'm just, on a, <laughs> I'm just, just doing a briefing. Uh, no. He goes, oh, sorry, puts it back in and walks away. I can only imagine what other people are thinking. <laughs> what the hell's going Who on is this black? Yes. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, moving on. Focus yeah. mode. My focus. This is by far and away my favourite number one feature of all the announcements. Well, I think this is going to give us a little bit more control. And there, were, I did an interview this week on my Tech Guide podcast with uh, Dr. Joanne Orlando. You know, yep. you know yep. Joanne Orlando, and she's written a book called Life Mode On about how we deal with our technology, how we can live with technology yep. without it stressing us out and everything. This is kind of along the same path. By the way, if you want to listen to that interview, Tech Guide episode uh, 454, go for your life. But this is all about giving you the power to filter your notifications, yep. set set a mode. Like if you were to message me, I, you, you know how on iMessage you see it's blue. You can If, if I've yes. set a mode for myself, yes. you, if you try to message me, it'll say Steve is, is in... Is not taking messages right now. Yes. There's a status there. Yep. But you can send the message and it'll get through when my notification band lifts. Yes. Or if it's urgent, you can say send anyway, notify yes. anyway if yep. it's urgent. So there's that option as well. But okay. you can also, it gives you the option of do not disturb totally, personal. So you can set who can contact you in the various modes. And obviously when you're asleep, mm-hmm. you, you can turn it all off. Although I turn my phone off when I'm asleep. Yep. 
I know you probably it's, got to keep yours on. Eh, in case oh, I do keep to... mine on, but I, I have, so I have mine in do not disturb mode. So I've forever used two things: do not disturb mode from 10 p.m. to 4 a.m. is on. So no pop-up notifications. Um, if I'm using my phone, they do. But when I'm when the phone is locked, nothing pops through. Yeah. But if you call twice from the same number, it will come through. And then from 4 a.m., it's open for, for, right. for calls to come through. Jeez. But also, I use that during the day. I flick it on. So this is essentially taking do not disturb to the next level yeah. and allowing you to go, you know what, I want to do not disturb mode during the day. And the thing I love about it is I can have a work and a home mode. Let's just – you can have plenty, but – Broadly, work and home. So work-life balance. You say during work yeah. hours, and it knows. So when you get to work, it, it activates automatically. Yep. During work mode, don't send me notifications for Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, or WhatsApp messages from a mates. Just ignore all that. Don't the, the apps are still there. The messages still come through. I can yeah. still open them up. You can go back to it. But during home mode, give me all that stuff. But don't don't no emails. I don't want email pop-ups. Yeah. We're just talking about notifications because that's the thing that is the distraction from most mm. of what you're doing. But it gets one step better than that, in my mind, and that's the customised home screen. Yeah. So when you do unlock your phone and you see all your apps, you can choose a specific home screen mm. for work time and for home time. Yeah. And now this no, has been this yeah. feature has existed in Android phones before in some way, shape or form. Yep. But I think, again, Apple come to the party, they do it perfectly well. I think this is Brilliant, and I think it will be intuitively adapted by a lot of people. But you know, there is also a do not disturb while driving. Yes, I use that. So as is, well. there do, is this see how they've got the new home, the yep. new screen here has yes. do not disturb personal work sleep. Is do not disturb is part of that do not disturb driving? Or is so that do not disturb one? while driving is more of a choice you make in the setting. So you say I want do not disturb while driving can either activate when your car pairs with Bluetooth right. automatically, or when when it notices that I'm moving fast. So 30, 40 k's an hour yeah, plus, okay. it activates, right? Okay. That's the way you set it does do it not disturb with driving. So it's you not can, part of this. You can also put a little icon in your control center so that you yeah, can activate yeah, it manually. But, yeah, yeah, that's I've that's the that. go. Um, what about, um, you, we spoke about notifications, and there was there was a lot of criticism too about, especially when, like with this new feature, live text. Yeah. That, that was pretty cool where if there's any text in an image, you know how after every show we do, yep. you take a photo of this rundown. Yeah. And now with that photo, search. you can then, well, not only is it searchable. Yes. But you'll also be able to cut and paste all the text from the photo and put it in a in a story. Yes. Or in a, in a document. Yeah. So at that point of the of the presentation was when people saying, oh, that's Android Google Lens yeah, can do okay. that already. Well that's great. There's a few things there that But here's the thing, and I think this is what developers get but other people don't. Yeah. This is all happening on the device. Mm. There's no processing yeah, happening so anywhere there's else. No inter- you don't have to be it's connected all to it. It's all machine learning. And the, the data about, so let's say you do take a photo or something and it's got text in it and, and then it's on your phone. Yeah. There's not a second, Apple is not creating a second file with metadata the neural engine is so intelligent that it, it just reads knows it. it's there. Yeah, yeah, it just wow. reads it. So cool. when you do a search, it's just searching all your images. Wow. So and even, even older images you've yeah. heard, if they've got text, you can go back. So like the, great, the great example they showed was two examples. One was someone was talking about an ice cream, bought an ice cream from here, and in the background you could see the name of the shop. Yeah. So they click long press on the name and it popped up as in a search and they could dial the, the – they knew what store and where it was. So yeah. good for stalkers if you want to stalk someone. True. The other thing too is that there, if there was a phone number in the in the text, you can just long press on the phone number yes, and, call. and call it. That's amazing. So there's that. I think the example they gave was a, I think uh, Craig Federighi. We took a photo of a whiteboard, 
and, yes. and then share that in an email, then the text of that in an email. Yep. That's really handy. Which is smart. It's simple. Yeah. Well, obviously, you know, how good is its handwriting recognition, all those different things. But to yep. be honest, it, it's the actual story for me is searchable images is a big deal. Because searchable you can, I can oh, right. search searchable in Google by Photos. Text. Really? In Google Photos, I can search for text and it just comes up. Wow. So Google Photos is advanced in that sense in the cloud. So they're ahead of is, Apple in that space. Oh, Google's way ahead of Apple yeah, on photo photos. library. Yeah, wow. Yeah, if, if Google could make photos work as well as Google Photos does with, like I can search in Google Photos for planes and it will just come up. Red cars. Yeah, yeah. Well, now, no, some of that's possible. On iPhone, I do a search it's, it's for okay. objects and it recognises stuff. It's okay, but it's not brilliant. Right. Trust me, it's it's good enough for the yeah. demo, but it's nowhere near as powerful like as a, Google Photos. I'll give you an example. Someone said, oh, look, uh, Juro asked me, Juro featured yep. my telescope and my blood moon images yep. on his sky thing, on his sky segment. And he said, oh, mate, send me a photo of your rig. And, and I just put in my... <laughs> my telescope rig we're talking about. <laughs> I just put in my uh, photo, in photos, I just typed in telescope, and every photo of my telescope came up. So there weren't any other images in there. So No, no other images. No other rig images. Um, so I'm just going to test here. Red car. <laughs> so in... Now, Google doesn't do it well. Like, if I search red car, it does pretty good here on my on my computer, right? There's yeah. a lot of red cars. Yeah. Uh, right, on your iPhone, does iPhone it? iPhone gets bugger all. Like, it Wh- just sees red that? in a photo. Why is that? Because it's, Google's better at search. But hang on, what do you... That, that's your photo... That's my entire photo library. On Google Photo? Yeah. That's Google Photo. Okay. Yeah. No, no, you're right. They have had the advantage there. Okay, what other things? Siri, uh, now on device. So previously, if you never had an internet connection, Siri, gone. That oh. doesn't work. Mm. Now, on device. So, so that, that's... iPhone XS Plus onwards. Correct. XS onwards, yeah. But it also means that you can now use Siri. It doesn't It doesn't <coughs> send any recordings off the device. So yeah, it's so more secure. To explain, there's two, there's two big parts to this, really. You can now... Have no internet connection. Be in airplane mode and say to Siri, turn on airplane mode, um, open up this app, do these things, and it will just work, okay? If you're making a request of Siri that requires the internet, then what happens on the device is your voice is converted to a a text, you know, a a, a manageable message, and then it goes to the cloud and back, etc. No voice leaves the phone. Yep. But you can still opt in when you set up the phone to share your voice recordings because they do actually need people to share it so that it gets better. Yeah. So it's pretty powerful. The fact that Siri is able to listen, understand on the friggin' device is mind-blowing. Yeah, that's, like, that's let's be clear. Pretty cool, yeah, And for sure. dictation is part of that too. So because if you, I use it a lot now, the dictation, just, I, just on my phone when I'm typing a message or la- something. Lately? Oh, you mean on your phone? Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, and this is also on Mac. So if you use dictation, it used to be limited to 60 seconds. Now it's unlimited. Because I use so that you a can lot. now dictate. I write, I write like that. I don't, don't write, I talk. You don't need Dragon Natural anymore. You can well, just dictate. That's been unlimited. gone. Uh, they've cut off Mac support for Dragon dictation. With the M1. Two years ago. No, oh, really? Longer than that. I remember you talked about it. Like, Mate, was it a two years ago gone. you reviewed it? Yeah, ages ago. It was, it was, they've cut off support. It doesn't even open anymore. Watch this. Dragon, i got it here. It doesn't even open. It'll say, wow. it'll open and say, sorry, it'll shut down again. They don't support Mac anymore. Just decided. Mate, I use that, that was so an much. Program. But it was so good. It was so accurate and got to know how I speak and the the brand names and all that was absolutely amazing. Now gone. What I use now is the dictation function. Look at that dragon quit unexpectedly, it didn't even yep. open. Um 
I now use in Word. Word now has a oh, microphone, right. so okay. that's that's mate ninety percent accurate. Still pretty. I'd be giving. Pretty I'd be giving the Siri dictation to go now. Okay, yeah. right. on the on little the keyboard back. dictation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Okay. Anyway, so that's any any like on Word that would work as well. I from, think from so, yeah. the keyboard, it's just where there, right. wherever there's a cursor. Because I, I just get through my stories a lot faster by because mate, I'm not the best typist. So my biggest time, I know what I I've got to write. That. I might try that. Yeah, I, because I, I also say. And again, this is a, a tone of voice thing, but I don't write um, in the way a, a professional trained journalist. I just write what I'm thinking. Yeah. So I write it like I would say it anyway. Well, you'd be even easier for you. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. even easier. And I've learned very quickly that comma, full stop, new paragraph is very easy. I do it in text messages all the time when yeah. I'm driving. So you can now, like that's, well, all those stories I wrote on WWDC Day, mm. every one of them was dictated. Wow. I just smashed through them. Just think, right. I knew what I wanted to write. And then, then you and just reread them essentially. To find oh yeah, the then, then I've got to check them. I do that with every story I write. But then I go Ruth, I'd, check. If you've read anything of mine, you realise I don't. <laughs> so I go through them and and you know, put in the odd full stop that it misses out and stuff yep. like that. But yep. um, yeah, yeah, it just helps you get through stuff a bit faster. Nice additional features. Let's talk about um, what is it? Wallet that's sort of now going to be. I think more the uh, um, apart from that, they sort of mentioned keys last year, the car keys, BMW. Yep. But also now you're going to things like hotel room keys are going well, to be I'm going on to your stop wallet. you right there yeah. and say they announced that when they announced Apple Pay a while back. Hey, don't you remember being at that event and they yeah, go hotels yeah. you'll be able to open? I'm thinking yeah. that did happen. I, I I got one hotel once where that was available, yeah. and I went I'm booking that hotel because it's available. And I went there to check in and they go oh no you had to ask for that beforehand. I went, what? Oh. <laughs> Look, the one opportunity I had, and this was only a year or two ago, yeah. um, or two, two or three, I would say. Um, but yeah, I found it fascinating. Yeah. They went went hard on re-announcing that when it is an old announcement. Yeah. Okay. But the critical one there is door keys, so like your own yeah. home door. So yeah. you know, companies like Schlag and, and Lockwood and stuff, and yeah. maybe Samsung, who knows, will be able to will be able to accept the NFC of uh, an Apple Wallet, yeah. connection. which you will have to authorize, like yeah. Apple Pay, yeah, just like Apple Pay, yeah. fingerprint or face ID. Yeah, yeah, it's brilliant, really smart, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, yeah. That's what awesome. Have you heard of any other? The car companies that are getting into this, or is there, it just there's still like a consortium of like 26 that are going to bring it? So yeah, right. I think Hyundai has talked. So about what, it. what's yeah. the Android equivalent of that then? Google Wallet, or do they have Google, Google Pay? Google or Pay would be. Well, the, how would they do this? I don't know. Have they got sort of Apple kind of ahead here with this? Sort I of don't technology? think they're they're any more ahead than Google. No, I think when it comes, it, it's available on all of them. Right. Yeah. So BMW developing something for Google too, or Android I think users so, yeah. as well. But it's, you know, you realise it's it's really just the ultra wideband chip that's critical. Yeah, there. Uh, yeah, of course. That's it's less about yeah. the software, more about the chip. Yeah, of course. It's the hardware, eh? Yeah. So the, it's got to be there. Yeah. Um. What What other announcements caught your eye? iPad OS do anything for you? No. Um. Oh, widgets, big widgets. Yeah. I'm really so, excited about that. Bringing yeah. the widgets into this actual screen as opposed to just being a swipe away. Yeah. I I not just because we have widgets for the EFTM app, but because <laughs> I know, but I genuinely believe widgets are a yeah. great way to display content, get your eye engage with stuff. So that's really cool. And the multitasking um, has been made a lot better. So they've got this windowing situation where you can kind of work out whether something's a pop-up, a sidebar, a, yeah. uh, a, a split screen. Split screen. I do, very I do well split done. screen on my Mac, my MacBook, all the time. I use it on Windows you know, when you drag them one side to the other. But I yeah. use it on my Mac all the time. Yeah. But um, the other thing too, I'm getting a call here. It's actually my front doorbell. Isn't someone S- home? I don't know. Oh, you want me just to pad here, do you? You just pad a little bit. What, else, what are the other announcements, Stephen? Oh, how about you turn your microphone off? Jeez, just storms out and throws his microphone down. Um, but no, I, um, I'll i secretly plug the FTM app. It's available for both iPad and, uh, and iPhone, but it doesn't really, it's not really customised for for iPad. You'll see it appear in a smaller screen. But the ability to have those, um, those widgets is big. 
Um, but I, I honestly don't think that iPad OS was a very big announcement, Stephen. I just think that it was very incremental. Someone which was, someone was home, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> and my I've, daughter was. Home. I heard someone else come home. Well, early. mate, it kept ringing. I don't know what, what do I do anyway. Just relax, mate. So um, what did you say then? I said Trev? nothing. I plugged the EFTM app. Um, <laughs> the so so move on from iPad OS because I think it was, oh, yeah, it was wh- okay. What about Mac OS? Yeah, Mac Mon- OS Monterey. Monterey. Oh, I like that name. Black Stump. They had Monterey chips, hot chips. With what? cheese and Monterey, and, and and bacon. Why does your first thought go to food with that? Because Monterey is a place just, in California. Because I remember Monterey chips. Oh. And I'm like, oh my god, they're so yummy. Where the did Black you have Stump, that? the Black Stump restaurants. Remember those on the yeah. shopper dockets? Fantastic. But if Do you have Monterey just... chips, no. Nah. If you have Monterey chips in America, awful. They they do it all wrong. Big lots of bacon, too much cheese. It's just badly done. Anyway, chips, that's my like chips with cheese and bacon. Hot chips with cheese and bacon on top and then put it in the oven and it's melted over. Oh, oh okay. my God. Wow. Sounds yes. all right. I'm going to Google Sounds it. Sounds all right. Monterey, Monterey now, the other, chips. The other things they announced, apart uh, from all these new features, they also will quickly touch on two things, health and privacy. Starting with right. health, uh, a couple of interesting <coughs> announcements here too. There you go, Stephen. One is, uh, oh, right, okay, that's what Monterey chips are. Yep. Nice. Uh, one of the things yeah. is health sharing. Yeah, I don't get this. Which I uh, would well, no. Well, this is this picture. This uh, I reckon this could work for say me and you being able to have access to our parents' health information. Oh yes. So say you're you know say you're you're an elderly parent and you want to be able to get their information. Yep. So they they authorize you to receive their notifications and their their daily updates or yep. whatever. So you can sort of keep an eye on what they're what's happening with them. Uh, I reckon that's pretty good. So you can privately share your data with a trusted partner or caregiver. Yep. And full control over the data you share. So whether you're an aging parent, if you know, you're granting access uh, access to heart health, for example, yep. or activity you know, with a child or a person with Parkinson's disease want to maybe share mobility data you know, with a physiotherapist or something yep. like that. So that's kind of a, another step along. The other thing too Just is while we're talking about that, because I think there is a relevance to it, um, in, in that we're talking about like sharing your family, especially mm. your parents. There's also that um, after death feature of of, yes. the, of the iCloud, yes, which allows you to say, you know what, what I was want that called legacy, legacy. Yeah. yeah, I want these people to have access to my yeah. iCloud after I pass, mate. That is so important. I remember getting this heartbreaking call on Two GB one time, mm. where a bloke rang up. He goes, look, I, I'm, I, I wanted to. My wife passed suddenly. I'm really desperate to get into a phone. So there were some photos on there and some memories we shared, but I did. I don't know her password. Yeah, and so and to be I clear, said, this won't let you into their phones. It will just give you no, access to their to iCloud, iCloud and download all their photos and that but kind of stuff. It's which an is an issue, but I think it's you need. Huge. I reckon you need it's to have like a digital enough. will. It's like a digital yeah. will where, like that that, that poor bloke, he, he, he couldn't get into the thing. Like yeah. I, I said, I said, and to answer, I said, look, mate, if you unless you know the password, it's encrypted. That's why it's a password. Yeah. Very hard to get into that. Like yeah. you can't do it. And I said. My my suggestion was, and I said this later. I said, you should know everyone's password in your family. You should all share passwords. I had another incident where a good mate of mine, his son died a year ago, yep. and he needed to get into his his tablet, and I've helped him contact Google and Samsung and all these companies, and he's still working at it. Point is, you should your family members, people you trust, even close friends. They should know each other's password. God forbid something like that happens. Well, here's here's what's you great. You can get into it. This is where Apple's thought about. It. I, you know, I wouldn't want to know your four digit code to get into your phone because I think that's a bridge too far. Even though we're close mates, right? It's a six digit code anyway. Mate. Oh, I got four. I can't remember six. <laughs> but what I don't mind is I want to add you 
to my iCloud um, uh, list, my Apple ID list, because what it does, doesn't give you access to my Apple ID, but yeah. if I forget my password, get stuck or yeah. whatever, I, I can, can just, I ring you yeah. as a mate and say, dude, can you open up the app? Can you press the button? And what it does, it gives you a six-digit code. I type that code in and I'm You're in. You're in, okay. And then I can reset my Apple ID password well, and all that, that stuff. Yeah, so those smart. two things, that yeah. plus legacy, yeah. I think what they're seeing is a lot of calls for this kind of stuff yeah. and support, and they're, they're narrowing down the, the problem by, by fixing it. I really smart. like that. I thought that was very smart. Very cool. One other thing uh, on health before we do privacy, walking steadiness. Did, what do you think of this one? That can, can do, using the sensors do you want, can work do you want out the truth? your gait? You want the truth? Yeah. I definitely took a nap during this bit. <laughs> like I was obviously taking photos or doing something else. Yeah. I was, uh, this lost but me. No, th- this is, because. This is seriously. Like, do we need to know this? Capturing your mobility data though, because it, it could be an indicator that you need medical attention. Like it you, could be an indicator of mobility. <laughs> that could be as well. But um, it's often an indicator of a more serious condition and a potential loss of independence. That's what we're talking about. Anyway, uh, on the privacy side, and again, Apple flying the flag on privacy, they, they want to take the lead here. The features they introduced here to increase privacy was uh, protecting data from third, com- third parties. So Safari already prevents data tracking. Yep. But I think now the information that's shared from your browser is now uh, it's it's you can now shroud your IP address so they can't they still can't make a profile of you yeah with your it's IP address so people, they, they try to pro, is that what it's called they they have they're trying to pixels. fingerprint you is what they fingerprint, say fingerprint that's what so it is. it's not the hidden pixel stuff this is just about when you go to a website that website can go right here this IP address or or even the servers in between the telco can mm. can go this IP address goes to this website a lot um, the the ISP, the the website at the other end can go this IP so this address bloke, comes here this a lot like right? likes these chicken and corn sites that's right <laughs> what they're doing is they're se- sending it out separately so so you go through two servers and then the data gets reunited at both ends so no one not even apple or either of the two servers really knows who you mm. are or what you're looking at so your browsing history is is basically anonymous to your phone. This is the kind of thing that law enforcement will freak out about because it's like that's making their job even harder. But anyway, that's yeah. a whole other story. But the other thing they're doing is protecting, um, and I, I don't know about this one because it's it's it drives me insane already. But um, and this will affect you as well. The email in email programs, they're going to stop or they're going to monitor the tracking of hidden pixels. Mm. So you don't know this, but when you get an email um, from a, a Kogan.com or, or from us, EFTM or Tech Guide, we know that you opened the email. Mm. Um, we know where you were when you opened the email based on your IP address, and we know what time you opened the email. Yeah. We also know how many times you opened the email. I remember looking at distribution going, oh, this person's opened it four times. They've forwarded to friends, this kind of stuff. They're just going to ban that hidden pixel tra- tracking, which mm. is noble and it's good for privacy. But I get does, that. But does but the user have the op? Do they have to opt in or opt out of Opt that? out. Is opt, like, is no, they have to opt, opt into in. it. But so it's, it's kind of like, like the app tracking, app tracking right? Transparency, and trust yeah. me, everyone's going, yeah, no. Everyone's saying no to no that. No tracking. Yeah. yeah. And so they're going to do the same in the email. But, mate, but they, you know what? They're, they're just going to reinvent something else. Like they're going to come yeah. up with other ways of doing stuff. I oh, know. It's just frustrating because anyway. it's already bloody what about hard to get to, people to open emails. And I think we'll wrap up on this one. The uh, privacy, uh, sorry, the home Apple Home Kit enhancements, especially for security cameras. Mm. So you'll now be able to share your store your your video well, in the cloud. Home Kit compatible cameras, all, including think, Arlo cameras. No, so this is the thing, and I'm, I'm yet I've had some conversations with them about this already. So that's not new. That's already existing. But storing it in the cloud is not new. That already exists. What about notifications? Package detection, package detection. those kind of things yeah. is new. Yeah. But here's the thing: 
there's difference between home kit compatible mm. and home kit enabled and no home kit cloud compatible or something home yeah. home kit storage compatible okay. they're two different compatibilities right so an Arlo camera that I have I can see them in my Apple TV I can see them on my home app and that kind of thing but it's I don't have the option to store on the cloud but you are spot on mm. this thing just hits right at those companies yeah. like Arlo and others who the subscription services who are using subscription services to essentially fund their R&D their yeah. future operations I mean this is you know we're not the, the problem is, and I, I get where Apple's but going the, with this, yeah, right? Yeah. But the problem for companies that make cameras is they have to push the prices down of cameras because people are not prepared to pay for quality, right? Mm. Unfortunately, people are driven on price. And so what they're needing to do is drive on price and then upsell and make, make money on subscriptions. Yeah. So if you take away those subscriptions, you're going to end up with... pressure. With, yes, I, I, I worry about the future of that but market. We were, we were messaging each other during this point and you said you still got to buy a camera though. So yeah. you still have to have a camera. Yeah. So you still got to buy your Arlo camera oh, no. for but that to work. I, I, yeah. I don't know the business model, but I'm pretty it, sure that they're, they're... Didn't it strike you as odd, though, that their precise wording was packages. notifications for persons, vehicles, and animals, and packages, yeah. <laughs> which is exactly what Arlo offer now. Yeah. I'm thinking, what would Arlo be thinking but, about this? But just as a part of this, they're, they're, this is all part of iCloud Plus. Yeah. Which, by the way... Which is free. Which, by the way, is not... Uh, an additional plan. They've just a rebrand. I finally narrowed it down. Yeah, it's just a rebrand. So it's iCloud, now called iCloud Plus. It's called now called iCloud yeah. Plus, and everyone's got it. And it's the same price. Yeah, and just it includes the different. same things. Yeah, <laughs> so you've still got to pay for thinking, this stuff. Yeah, no, but but no more than what you no, normally that's would. That's right. Right. Okay. Wow, we've spent a lot of time talking about that, have we? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ, we have too. We have spent a bit of time. I was <sighs> looking at the clock, mate, unlike yourself, but that's okay. Anyway, that's the thing. There was a lot to take in. There was a lot to take in. That's our wrap of Dub Dub DC. Find out more at EFTM.com and techguide.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech, proudly sponsored by our friends at Arlo. And you know what? Winter's here, Trev. It's already winter. You're feeling the cold? And... The one thing, though, is that the good news is if you do buy an Arlo Essential Spotlight camera, it can withstand extreme weather conditions and temperatures. Did yeah. you know it can handle, it can function properly at minus 20 degrees Jesus. and up to 45 degrees Celsius? 40, and by that's the way, extremes are both ways. 45 degrees Celsius is, is, you know, that's direct sunlight, and that's yeah. where your cameras are going to be. That's so that's hot. It just means that the, uh, the Aussie conditions. Are yes, going to be good for this. So exactly if you've got, you got, you got a holiday home in the snowfields, got you covered. Yeah, or if you've got a nice little summer home up, up, up the coast, mm. then uh, it can handle the Aussie outdoor weather conditions, unlike a lot of cheaper indoor cameras, yeah. indoor-only security cameras. They're obviously meant for indoors. So if you, you're buying a camera that's built for the outdoors, the Arlo Essential can suit that. Minus 20 to 45, that's pretty good. Uh, a friend of mine has a lodge down at Jindabyte, mm -hmm. and they use their Arlo cameras. Temperatures can get pretty cold in Jindabyte. Uh, I did not know I, that. I recommended, I said, mate, get the Arlo Essential spotlight camera, and it, because of its, its ability to operate in those extreme temperatures, yep. started with it uh, this season, he said, it's powering through, mate. He goes, as, as powerful as a Rabbitohs forward pack, he said. That'll do me. I, so it's <laughs> not just about the temperatures, though. It's about the whole con all the conditions as well. And so yeah. you think about holiday homes on the coast. My brother-in-law yeah. has got a boat um, that he has a camera on, on the like on the pier, so yep. he can and keep an eye on it. Yep. Um, all those kind of conditions... It's basically what we're saying here is the Arlo range, and the Spotlight's a great example of that, the Spotlight Essential. Mate, 
all weather conditions, ready to rock and roll. Can do it all. If you want to find out more, visit arlo.com. Sony. They Sony. make good headphones. They do. And I just think this they is a give great good story. Head phones. That's unbelievable. <laughs> what? Um, it was just sitting there. If you Sony. look back, they've always made headphones, right? Tick. Yeah. Good. Excellent. Yeah. But if you look back to, you know, IFA, five years ago, whenever it was, when they la- announced the, the um, 1000s, yeah. um, over ear, noise cancelling. Was they that were, four years ago? Five I feel like it was four or five, yeah. yeah. Well, I went with them for that. that. I went with them for that one, and it was, it was epic. I think I was with them too in that year. No, you weren't. I think. No, I think it was. It was the year that Ella, Ellie came with us. Remember Ellie? Awesome. Remember her? She was. She was on that trip. She was on that. Oh, no, that, that was, was us. That was. That was we were that all was, together. We were that was a mobile phone thing. That was. That was Berlin. Because we were talking. Was we, I remember showing mobile phones. I was. It was so, anyway. Anyway. Moving on. Um, <laughs> they were great headphones. Shout out they, to Ellie. Awesome. But too, they boldly put them um, side by side with some uh, Beats and the Bose and said our noise cancelling's better. Yeah, and it was. It was just yeah, incrementally better. Fantastic, yeah. But they've had iterations of those over years, year on year, and they've got better every year. And then they've had a couple of generations of the in-ear model as well. Yeah. Now the last ones were great, very good sound, excellent. But they, I just didn't like the design of them. I wasn't a They're fan a of the case. A bit on the chunky side, eh? But very large. This year, the Mark IV wireless are unbelievable. Amazing. The case is smaller. The headphones are smaller. The case sits still on a desk, doesn't need to be lied down. It's got Qi wireless charging. The headphones have got eight hours of battery life in them, another 16 in the case. One of the best on the market. Eight hours, that's awesome. Crazy. And the audio quality, my God. It is bloody brilliant. Did you try that? You tried 360 audio, did you? No. Did you? I've no interest in 360 audio. We'll get to this in a minute when we talk about spatial audio, but it's like, seriously, someone explain to me what the difference between them all (laughs) is. All I want to do is I just want to listen to good music. Yeah. At Did the you best listen to high res audio? Did you high res? So I, I, I've had Tidal. Um, yeah, I've got Cubus. for about four, four, no, about six months. Yeah, and it is it's amazing when you listen to What's master. What's that worth quality. a month? Thirty bucks. Yeah, you listen to you master well. quality. You do it very well. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, I'm paying for Spotify and Apple Music, so I'm crazy. Hello, <laughs> hello. <laughs> um, <laughs> He's doing very, very well. Um, the the like the master when you listen to something master quality, it's it, like it's beautiful. And these yeah. these headphones, my God. So, what did you hear? What title? You listen title to high res audio. Well, oh. now, now Apple is lossless audio. Well, so so is that the same as Tidal now? It, it's close, if not better, in in many ways. Right. Depending on the track. So some tracks on Tidal yeah. are available in Hi-Fi, some are in Master. Right. Which is which is the next next level, but right. I, I actually listened because I stumbled across. We we had a review to put out on Tuesday morning for these headphones. Amazing! I was listening on Monday night and I stumbled across the fact that spatial audio was live, which we'll talk about shortly. But I listened in spatial audio, so uh, tidal and Spotify to the same song just in in increments back and play pushing before. There was no doubt Apple was best, yeah. right? And these headphones, oh my god! Yeah, they it good. was beautiful. The, it just felt. See, see, to me, it wasn't the surround experience. It was just the separation. I felt like, this is how I describe it, listening to good quality audio and in good quality headphones. I felt like everything was separated more from each mm-hmm. other. Like the vocals were, were sitting separately. It's better clarity. You can hear the set, you can hear each individual element. It, it just better. felt like they weren't merged. They'd, they'd been pulled apart and allowed me to listen to them yeah, in, had in like a stage a wider, of their own. a wider soundscape yeah. you were hearing. Yeah, that, that's quality audio. That's how yeah. quality audio works. But uh, I, I quite liked the, I do, I mean, 
impressed by the fact how much smaller they are. I think Sony got the message that, you know what, yep. we need to do something here. Uh, I wish Bose would get that message with their in-ear headphones. Don't yeah, you reckon they're, they're just awful. massive? Yep. Um, with, with these, though, I found that the shape of them, they suit me okay. I can wear them. I don't think they're for everyone, though. They, they, right. they don't. I reckon that not, it's not going to fit everyone. That's the only downside I could find about it was that their sort of their bulbous sort of shape is not going to suit everyone's ear. They reckon they've done studies of, in, around the world of ear shapes and all that sort of stuff. That that's probably the only criticism I've got. That this won't fit everyone. You got a cork? Did you do any calls no, on I didn't it? Know. Call quality is really good. Like, like, People that's say it's still a bit tinny, but oh, well, seriously, everyone's complaining about AirPods. I've had calls. I've done radio interviews on AirPods, and they sound great. Like yeah. lately, There's I've had a few perfect. people asking me. There's still nothing. I don't make calls yeah. on on headphones. I yeah. use, still use my Plantronics Voyager. It's still the best in class. Yeah, not too bad. Um, the, the the you've got to remember these things also have some of the best. Um, customizable touch controls on each side. Yeah. They have the ambient pass through. You can tap and hold. They have the speak to to pause, so you can be sitting speak, in an speak office. Speak to chat. Yeah, that's smart. Sitting in an office yeah. and you're listening to music, and someone comes up to talk to you. You say, "Oh, sorry, good day." And as you talk, it it pauses. Yeah. And so you can chat, and then well, that, 15 seconds after of silence, and they start playing again. That was uh, that was introduced on the last, on the last headphones. Over the headphones. And it's, uh, a, it's an awful feature if you sing to your own music. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of course you'll just be hearing yourself. Yes, I, I was impressed by the quality of the noise cancellation. Really good noise cancellation. Oh, oh, look, I said, look, it's amazing, but until I sit on a plane yeah. again for a long haul and start testing these things, yeah. I really can't speak to who's doing it best. But I have yeah. no doubt that Sony's still doing oh, it they're, best. They're up there, and, and I think p- people's natural comparisons are to Bose and to Apple, to the AirPods and, yep. and AirPods Max. Yep. Um, which you're a big fan of, the AirPods Max. Mm. Um, the <laughs> I think Sony not, sit. I think Sony have got a nice middle ground there. They're, yeah. they're 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 in a good spot where they're not as expensive as Bose. That's right. They're not as out there as Apple, and, and Apple is sort of very leaning towards their iPhone design only. sits perfectly. Uh, perfectly yeah, neutral. they're very contemporary design, yes, but yeah. neutral, not crazy. True. So That's I think. What I like about it. And I've got to say, this review that I wrote. Um, same time as you when the embargo lifted I, I don't think I've ever had more response to a review from friends and listeners and, and readers to a, a, a review of her, yeah. of her headphones because I think Sony's that sort of brand that has this legacy of being well if it's Sony it's got to be good Yeah. and a lot of people who are well, invested in this area I think, I've got so many questions I think it. that Sony has built since those first Mark 1's of the over ears mm. I think they have built a reputation Absolutely, for yeah. quality headphones and quality noise cancelling. They have. To the point where they now rival or surpass Bose in public perception. Yeah. I genuinely think that. So I think there there becomes a huge interest in these headphones for Absolutely. that very reason. And they're, they're 450 bucks, so they're not cheap. Yep. But I think you get what you pay for. You're getting a good, probably, you know, these are up there with the best in-ear headphones you can buy. For sure. Yeah. Yep. So I think uh, big ticked them. They got a they got a solid rating on Tech Guide, as I'm sure they did on EFTM. Yep. So well, um, I think yeah. while we're talking about these, Stephen, let's talk about spatial audio. Yes. Because they do lead into each other. I was, I was like, I'm like, oh wow, spatial audio is available. When I opened it up that night, it was like, oh, I stumbled across it. Yep. And so it was good to listen to it, and it was clearly different. But how do you describe spatial audio to people? Well, spatial audio, I compare it to, well, it is Dolby Atmos. Dolby Atmos, for anyone who doesn't know what Dolby Atmos is, we're sitting in my home theatre right now, right? So I've got speakers all around. So there are different channels that where the sound comes from. Traditionally, the channels are left, right, rear left, rear right, and voices Center. coming from the screen, right? Centre speaker. Atmos mixes all that together. 
So it, it still has your distinctions, but now sounds can drop down on you and come, you know, sweep down and up and all around, the, all directions. So I think for music, where your your typical left and right separation, when done well, is really nice, but now think of that as being not just left and right, but coming from everywhere, coming from in front of you, behind you, sort of building more of a instead of being a a two a two directional thing, it's coming at multiple directions. Yeah, yeah that's how best I describe it. And, and look, I think it's sort of more it's more a complete circle rather than hearing two sides. This is what makes it hard for people to fathom, right? People who know sound know five point one, seven point one, nine point one. It's like the number of speakers and the direction in which they come. You yeah. know, like a Dolby Atmos is like nine point one or seven point one. You've got these extra two that are above you coming down, right? Yeah. But then you go. Mate, there's only two ears and there's only two headphones in them. Yeah. How am I getting five, six, and seven point one from mm. that situation? Yeah. And it's all about how intelligent the the audio is delivered and the quality of the headphones too. There's yeah. no doubt that the better the headphones, the better the separation no you'll get. But one one myth though, one thing that an Apple have introduced spatial audio. And they said it's compatible with AirPods, AirPods Max, and AirPods Pro. And Beats. And Beats, of course. They mention all of their own brand of headphones. It works on all headphones. Yes. Okay? You don't have to have just AirPods, just those, just to be clear. You will the hear... Better the, be- the better the headphones, the better the result. You will hear spatial audio <laughs> yeah. on the corded air- AirPods that you yeah. get with an iPhone. You do. Yeah. Let's be clear. So it's it's kind of the delivery of how the little... the, the How the sound's mixed... How it comes out of each each driver driver in your ear in your ear cups. So it's imagine imagine you know how on a the different the here's the best way I can explain it. You know the different you know when you got a hose and you can different nozzles different nozzle you put on a hose. So you know how you want the direct jet yeah. or you want the sort of spray or you want the mist. Think of this as the mist. So water's going everywhere. So your music's going everywhere. Well, look, I will give credit to Zane Lowe. Is that his name? Yes. The New Zealand DJ dude who works for Apple and Apple Music. He's the co-head of uh, Artist Relations at Apple Music. He said, look... As an artist, you, you you listen to mono, and then you then we heard stereo, and great things would be done with stereo. And I'll give you a great example: Bohemian Rhapsody is an unbelievable stereo track. Yeah, the the way they because it goes left, right, left, right, left, right. right. Yeah, yeah. But he, and he said not to take away Galileo, anything. Galileo, Galileo. What he said not to take away from anything that stereo has been achieved and people have engineered. Yeah, yeah. But we can we're capable of engineering different sound now. This allows us to build something that we want to build and be artists around the way we create sound. I thought that was fascinating. I just posted my story about how you can now hear spatial audio and why this is a big deal for artists. That was what Zane Lowe was talking about because he said that a lot of the music that we grew up with and we knew stereo, but now having this, this... ability to create this soundscape it's going to be a game changer for artists and how they think of their music and how they produce their music so imagine what we're seeing now is music that's now being created to be Dolby Atmos compatible Mm. so imagine now an artist saying right I want to create this from the get-go I don't want to retrofit it I want to make it like that so you can just imagine what's going to come forward I I can't wait to hear an Ed Sheeran piece because he does a lot with the 
with with essentially yeah. rep, rep, repetition in music, but I think he could also do a lot yeah. more layering too. So that could be fa- fascinating. I, did, I have co- I quoted uh, Zane Lowe in my story. I just said, he said, "How are artists going to use this? Are they going to start creating music with the idea of three of a three dimensional environment as opposed to this two channel environment?" So he's saying that. This, that's what dawned on me when I was listening to these songs in spatial. I was listening to these songs that I hard that I knew really well, but I was feeling something different. Yeah. So it's a different reaction to the music. So it's not even just about the way it's going to end up sounding. It's very much how songs are going to feel. Yeah. So I think artists are going to be they're going to take advantage of this, and we're going to hear a lot more about this moving forward. And does Spotify have something like this coming? I or? think that'll be the next thing, right? Of course. Yeah. It's, it's the next Spotify trend have in different music. levels of, of quality you can get. Yes, I know. They've got a lossless as well, haven't yeah. they now? That's extra. Is that Spotify extra, Call? Mm. Yeah, that's a bit extra. But um, no, I think this. if you're into your music, this is a big deal. It's really cool. All right. You can read more about that at techguide.com.au. And if you've got Apple Music, fire it up and look for the playlists or in spatial audio and just see how better it sounds. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. And we do it all thanks to the good people at Netgear, netgear.com.au for all your networking needs. And uh, if you need a home network, you know you need an Orbi. If you're doing gaming, look for the Nighthawk range. And the Nighthawk range can either be a single uh, modem router or router, or they've got mesh systems as well. A Wi-Fi 6 uh, Nighthawk exists. One of the things, if you don't know, that you can do with a Nighthawk is you can do um, a lot of stuff that you want to do as a gamer, like quality of service. You want to direct to traffic, um, essentially set aside bandwidth on your network for, let's say, your PlayStation 5 or your Xbox. So that when everyone else in the house is doing their things, that device gets priority. And that's the kind of stuff you can tinker with and tweak with the Nighthawk range of routers. And, of course, with Wi-Fi 6 on board, they get even better for all of your devices and all your smart home connectivity needs. Check out all the Netgear range at netgear.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. We have to talk about something else. We can't just kill the show at that point because we've gone an hour and eight minutes. I understand. No, so we'll, we'll keep just it Just quickly? Keep it in, yeah. We'll just do a quick run through. Okay. I don't want to end on an ad. Sure. No, no. We'll, I said to keep going, maybe oh, short, right. oh, right. shorten the yeah, end okay. of it. Yeah, yeah. So Stephen's just giving me hand signals during, well, what do during I say the to you, mate? What do you say to you? <laughs> I'm trying my best here. It has been an hour it's and an nine. Hour and we're hour going to give our minutes, guts. Mate. We're going to give our guts. We, um, uh, I just quickly yeah. want to talk about the Disney tablets that are coming to Big W yep. uh, in the toy sales later this month. Now, look, if you've got the money to buy your kids iPads, good on you. Go for your life. That's great. If you've got one iPad in your house and the kids are able to use it, awesome. Great. Um, if you want to have screen protection, screen uh, time controls and stuff, that's awesome because Apple does allow you to do that. But uh, with an iPad that's shared by the whole family, you can't really enforce screen time. Your kids are access- accessing everything on your phone, every app's possible, and all that kind of stuff. There's a lot of reasons why an iPad's not a good solution in a shared environment. These tablets are 7-inch Pebble Gear tablets with a Disney theme. So the box is Disney. They Star come Wars? out... Star Wars? No, there's only Toy Story, Frozen 2, and Cars movie, the best movie of all time. Because <laughs> um, so, Star Wars is part of the Disney family. Sure, though. but you know, right. Disney Star Wars isn't actually for kids. I don't want to break it to you. Oh, I disagree. Um, what's the rating on Star Wars? PG. On every single Star Wars? No, there's one that's yeah. rated M. Yeah, well, hello. Revenge of the Sith was you, the only M rated one. You don't want to get your kids into something they can't watch all of. Okay. So it's a very different thing. I wouldn't be putting a four-year-old through Star Wars. So have your, has Harry watched Star Wars? No, he couldn't give a rats. Oh, mate. I, I reckon you bring him here, he'll be a Star Wars fan. Mate, he'll, he'll also... Show, he'll watch it and he'll love it. 
And then he'll go out and go, don't take me to Uncle Stevens ever again. <laughs> you made me it's play with full of stupid Star Wars toys. <laughs> I just want to play with cars. Yeah, right. Yeah. He reckons cars is better than Star Wars too. That's one of the best it. quotes you've ever had. <laughs> cars 3 is better than Star Wars. Anyway, it is. Um, uh, so, bottom line, you out of the box, it comes with a, a, a rugged, rubberized protection around it, so oh. drop protection. Android. Um, it's Android. an Android tablet, yeah. which on boot up, it takes you through a parental control mechanism. It's not yeah. something you add in later. It's just there. It's there, right. By default, very easy to set up, visible screen time for the kids, great screen time settings, a protected app store of their own, so there's no apps that have in-app purchases. They're all kid-friendly. There's Cut the Rope and Subway Surf, as well as a bunch of Disney things. There's audio books. There's re- readable books. There's videos. It's got heaps. Now, it doesn't have YouTube Kids, which I think is a downside because a lot of kids do want to watch YouTube, but get over it. This is 159 bucks in the big W toy sales. It'll be 189 after that. There's some accessories you can buy. A screen protector, you don't really need it, and and a little padded bag. Honestly, for 200 bucks, you can get all the accessories. It's fan bloody tastic. My kids, who by the way have iPads, were playing these for four days and were filthy when I sent them back. Oh. The big, Which one? They big like tip. Toy Story or the car? Or Harry, Harry had, had cars, cars and Vivi had uh, Frozen. So what? What's the embellishment on it? What? What? How? What makes them? A Toy Story tablet is there like a screen protector? Rug, the rugged, the rugged protection the has the has logo on logo? the back, and all of it's the all wallpaper? themed that way. The, oh, wall the wallpapers, pa- okay, right. the the icons for the Mate, kids and stuff Star like that. Star Wars one would be a hit. What are they thinking? Put a Star Wars themed one in there. I'd buy that. Imagine all the fans would buy the, would buy a Star Wars tablet themed tablet. And then they'd go an iPad's better for me. I'm an adult. Oh, maybe grow but up, Stephen. I tell you what. I tell you what happened. Remember, <laughs> remember a couple of years ago. Not even the end of 2019. Your mother thinks that now. Samsung, Jesus Christ, Stephen. Grow Samsung. Up. She comes in here and goes, Stephen. No, Samsung released. Remember the Note 10 Star mm. Wars edition? Mm. Man, that's I've got that. That's amazing. Yep. And it was like limited edition. It went. Yep. It sold like hotcakes. Why wouldn't they do that? Maybe Star Wars don't want to cheapen the brand, or what's the go? Did they not want to be included? I'm sure. I think I'm you're sure they the wanted point. to. Disney, Toy Story, and Cars it's kid stuff, are kids, it's kids movies. Right. Star, Star Wars, Wars is for kids too, mate. Star Wars is a family movie. Can you yeah, for right. generations? Well, that's, that's you fair. see the difference? Family movie. Yeah? Family movie. All right. That's but the Toy difference. Toy Story is a family movie. Absolutely, mate. I'll Cars is a family the, movie because it's a better movie. You think so? Yeah. Not what was the other one? Cars. Cars Toy two Story? or Cars three? Oh, Frozen. Frozen two. You know, still not seen that. I think I went to the movies and fell asleep through Frozen two. Because I was just—I've not know. even seen the first one. Have not seen any Frozen at all. We—it's—it's it's up there with my viewing of Mash. Never watched Mash. It in my would life. be a bit weird for you to go to the cinema and watch Frozen on your I'm own. Not, I would never. But anyway, <laughs> and Mash—you're—you're a, you're a complete lunatic for not watching it. Okay. Well, although I don't know how, as I haven't watched it for decades, I don't know how it would date. So. Okay. While we're talking about viewing things, have yeah. you ever watched um, the Raiders of the Lost Ark movies? No, but should we leave that for the private free because we've got to wrap this up? Okay, sure. Yeah. Because they're out on 4K next week. Oh. I've already got them, so. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. <laughs> right, uh, let's wrap this up, shall we? It feels like we've been here for four days. Yeah. The Hisense have just announced their pricing for their Read about it at techguide.com.au and EFM.com. <laughs> so you did cover that, did you? <clears throat> yeah. Did you cover that? Yeah. Good on you, mate. Oh, it's a busy give week. Give me a break. It's a busy week. They, yeah. they decided to put their launch on a on the day of the same day as WDC. We've been up since two thirty in the morning, and they wanted to put a big event on that day. I said, yep. "Listen, uh, a couple of weeks earlier, I said, listen, you might want to reschedule that.' But anyway, yeah. they did. They went ahead with it. A virtual event was it, or an in, was it in person? No, it was virtual. No, it was virtual. No, no, there was people there. They had a vir- they had an event. 
It was you could you could go. I'm pretty sure it was. I didn't get it. There was no there was no there was no. Okay. Anyway, point is they launched TVs. Yeah. Okay. Point is their whole range of TVs now got dates on them. They're coming this month yes. and next. Mini LED being the kind of standout new technology that everyone's now yes. got, but they've got that. And critically, I think also Hisense hanging their hat on gaming. Variable refresh rate, like all, all the that other kind brands. of stuff. Yeah, yeah but isn't no. it funny how they've all woken up at the same time? Yeah, but I think it's gamers just, are a thing. But I, but you got to be careful though. Not every brand has like LG and Hisense would be the top of the pops. I think I don't think variable refresh rate, as an example, is on every TV in every range for for all the manufacturers. It's not on every Hisense, but it's just a couple of them that aren't. Yeah, well. But gee whiz, I feel like Hisense and probably LG have the the broadest range of gaming compatible TVs. Absolutely. But uh, I think the, and the range of TVs starts at eight ninety nine for a forty three inch, goes up to eight thousand for the seventy five inch eight K, which for that price, yeah, she isn't too bad. Well, that that essentially rivals Samsung's eleven thousand dollar Q nine fifty, right? Yeah, I think that's that's the that's the challenger there. And new LED is still their standout technology. Yes, new LED essentially means you're getting everything we've got. And to uh, be clear, they've got so you've got your ULED, kind of like what Samsung did with NanoCell, and then they've got NanoCell with Mini LED. Yes. So they've got the ULED, and then they've got the ULED Mini LED That's right. as well. So there's, there's the regulars, and the Mini LED is the top of the pops. And there. they're doing are they they're doing Mini LED in both 4K and 8K as well. Correct. Uh, the they do have they you can buy us an 85 inch 8K TV for under five thousand bucks. Yeah, with high sets. Eight K. Yes. Wow. Eight K, eighty-five inch, four triple nine. Wow. But you want to go mini LED? Oh. Add another three K to the price. Yeah, that's pushing it too far. Yeah. That's is that eighty-five inch? Eighty? No, seventy-five. That's inch. seventy-five. Inch, oh yeah. yeah. So so no, hang on, seventy. No, sorry, mate. Sorry, I've read it the wrong way around. Yeah. It's nine. <laughs> it's nine ninety-nine for the eighty-five uh. inch. Sorry, <laughs> sixty-five inches, five grand. Sorry, rewind. It's nine 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 triple nine, so ten thousand for the eighty five inch. Yeah. I was just thinking, so people so, probably rushed you out to buy one. But give me this: give me the comparison between a four K um, seventy five inch mini LED and an eight K um, seventy five inch. They haven't priced the four K oh, mini LED right, yet. Yeah. The seventy five inch four K four K ULED is three two nine nine. 85 inches, 5499. So you're paying four which grand. Which is pretty good. Four and a half grand for the for the AK. Yeah. 85 inch. But the AK pricing, eight triple nine, seven triple nine for the AK mini LED. Reading prices on a podcast, awful. Yeah. Just check them out at techguide.com.au and eftm.com. That's yeah, what I'd that, recommend. That's probably best, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. probably best. But they've done well. It's a good, solid range. They're doing very well. They're doing very well. <laughs> All right, well, that's um, that's an hour and 20 of uh, just hard work. Solid, solid I'm episode. exhausted. Yeah. And you're sick, so... We, no, no, you know, mate. I just soldiered on, mate. You know? You've just soldiered on. Taking yeah. one for the team and that's pushed right. through. Soldier Good on you, mate. On. All right, well, we'll come back and do it again next week. See you, Ciao. Mate. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec.